Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan Cast live show. Welcome back to the Pickums. Uh, I got the fucking weekly recap out here. I'm already fucking up, but oh Max, my how God, Juan, please. <laughs> Somebody rushing me, bro. That's why. Ain't nobody rushing. I'm Armenian. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, bro. I saw your doppelganger at work the other day. If you know, you know. Fucking thought my boy got oh, stolen your identity. Oh, the motherfucker tried to steal my identity, bro. <laughs> Jeez, that shit oh, was crazy, bro. Wasn't it? Honestly, <laughs> I, was, bro, I was like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Juan, Juan B." I'm like, "Oh shit, oh shit." Oh my goodness! But um, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, as you guys can see from the title of this one we're going to be doing contenders and pretenders all right try to map out who's fake who's phony who the real dogs who got that dog in them and who are just straight here i thought this was just the usual pick them show and you're gonna spring some shit on me i mean i told you i had a surprise for you bro i had to drop the bomb on you (laughs) but uh we still gonna do the pickums as always and uh make sure to hit that subscribe button hit that like button comment down below whatever you guys want to say or criticize whatever you want bro honestly y'all can put anything you want we will take it uh shout out to anyone in the live chat for the live recording and uh shout out to anyone who's watching this after the fact man uh we greatly appreciate it and uh let's get this ball rolling max uh where do you want to start? You want to start in the AFC or the NFC? So we're just talking about who's a real contender and who's a real pretender. Well, let's let's go ahead and see. I want to bring up the the standings? playoff teams. Right Good old now. standings. Good old standings. For we can start AFC. in the AFC. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, okay, so the AFC standings. Let me go ahead and uh, screen share for the audience uh let's see how do you do this share screen we're gonna go window Chrome tab. They're, they're really getting a back seat to how we do shit here at the the professionally there yeah there we go shit's hot that's that's good Fuck, i can't even we'll, see that shit <laughs> and we'll go like this okay here i i got you i got the audience boom a little bit more, uh, but I'm, I'm legally blind. <laughs> you blind as a bat, my boy. But uh, <laughs> so we got the Chiefs, we got the Dolphins, <laughs> we got the Titans, uh, Ravens, Jets, Bills, Patriots. Those are all the teams who are technically in the playoffs. Look, look today. at those point differentials. One, look at Tennessee is minus two, and look at the Chargers. <laughs> I got a great point differential whenever we want to talk about the, the chargers so okay fuck it I'll, I'll bring it up now so the raiders have been having a shit season right uh, it's been terrible okay. yeah um it's been absolutely terrible they've been losing a bunch of close games so the raiders have more points than the chargers this year and they have three less points scored on them this year and the Chargers are five and four, and the Raiders are two and seven. I think that just goes to show you how close it is in the NFL. So 
the well, it, it's some that of these... one, and the Raiders haven't necessarily been blown out in any game other than the Saints. But the Chargers got blown out what, like thirty-eight to ten, by the Jags. Yeah. Uh who else do we want to? So, to me, I think the most interesting thing here is the AFC East. We got three teams in there: Jets, no, four teams. Excuse me. The whole division: Jets, Bills. Yeah, Jets, Bills, Patriots, and Dolphins. Out of those, Max. Who do you think is a pretender? Because we all know, I mean, are you ready to switch up on the Dolphins yet? Are they pretenders? Uh, No, I don't think they're pretenders, but I I think an interesting question would be, so do we think, let's work backwards. Do we think all four teams are making the playoffs? No, I don't think so. Okay, so who's the first one to go? In my mind, it would be the Jets. Really? It's between the Jets and the Patriots, obviously. I mean, I think this is, is like... Is your mind, is your opinion going to change depending on if the Jets win tomorrow? Or I think it absolutely is going to change because especially if the Jets look the way they did, and it wasn't necessarily they looked bad against the Patriots the first time. Zach Wilson looked awful, but it was a close game, and that game might decide the fate. If the Jets win, I, you, I think you can basically write the Patriots off. Oh, man. Well... Who has the worst quarterback out of the uh, out of those teams? Is Miami? it Zach Wilson? <laughs> what? No, <laughs> no that no, is no, outrageous. No. Come on. No, I, I would say it's the I mean it's a toss-up going you say between the Jets and the Pats. Like I feel like they're the exact same guy. Like yeah. not not in terms of talent, but just in terms of what you expect to get out of them where they're too inconsistent, really. Man, New England really lost a winnable game against Chicago. And that really is going to come back to bite them in the ass. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way I see it, Max is like Colts pretenders. Look, I shout out to Jeff Saturday. They fucking, they came out, they beat the Raiders ass a two and seven. Okay. But does that change if they beat the Eagles this week? Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. It depends on how it looks. If the Eagles are self-inflicted and they just have a terrible game and it's more of just like the Colts pulling one out of their ass like they did against the Broncos and the fucking, uh, uh, who else, the Chiefs this year, then I don't believe it. Now, if they win in a dominating fashion, like JT is running all over them and... You know, I mean, Matt Ryan looks good. The definitely defense scaring looks me after watching Brian Robinson and Antonio <laughs> Gibson just kind of run down the Eagles' throats last week. We see we signed Linval Joseph as a basically a reaction to what happened with no Jordan Davis in the lineup. Yeah, but I would say right now, if I had to guess, the playoff picture, it would I would lock in the Chiefs. They're a lock. I would lock in the Dolphins. I would lock in the Tennessee Titans because of their division. I'm going to lock the Ravens. And I'm honestly, I'm not going to lock the Jets, but they're definitely contenders. Like, I don't think they're a Super Bowl caliber team, but I think they can they can make it to the playoffs with this team, man. So I think is it more a case like, of they have to they have to lose the playoff more than they have to win it? Like they're already in position where they can just kind of keep doing what they're doing. They'll make it in the yeah, sense. It's once, theirs to lose. That's the best way. Right. Theirs to lose. It, 
once we get to the NFC, it's kind of the same situation with the Giants. Like you can kind of throw them in that category. Like they have gone off to a fantastic start. So it's kind of hard not to see them win at least 10 games. You know, they're not going to fall off the face of the earth. They already got six wins. But Patriots, I don't trust them. Chargers, I don't trust them. If anything, the team that I would be scared of if everything comes back in the tack, you know who I'm going to say, the Cincinnati Bengals, bro, at five and four. I think they're a team you got to watch out for. Jamar Chase looking to come back from that hip off IR. I think they can be dangerous, bro. And, I mean, maybe a, a dark horse is the Browns with freaking Watson coming back. Why, why <laughs> is a dark horse the Browns but not the Chargers in your mind? Because right now the Bengals and Chargers are both 5-4. and four. Yeah. The Chargers are much more banged up than the Bengals. Yeah. But why why do you show the Chargers no respect in that in that discussion of they have a chance? Like the, the Bengals have one, but the Chargers don't. Look, I think for one, they've been winning a lot of close games this year. And I think it's extremely hard to win a lot of close games in this league consistently. The one team I can remember doing it is honestly the Raiders last year. And I think it takes special circumstances. And I don't I don't trust anything from the Chargers right now. Like, I think that point differential stat says a lot. And I know you can say that about other teams. Like, it's gone the other way for multiple teams, like the Vikings. They've been in so many close games. They got, like, eight wins to show for it. Look at the Jags. They're plus 11. If you scroll down, they're 3-7. Yeah. Yeah. And Pittsburgh is a whopping minus 67 points. (laughs) But I, I, I love Herbert, okay? I love Herbert. I don't like their coach. I don't like their kickers. Um. They're wide receivers. I don't trust them at all. Like Keenan Allen's played in two games this year. And it's like, oh, they're practicing this week. Mike Williams might come back. Keenan Allen might come back. How is that going to help you guys? You guys were struggling when those guys were in. Like, I don't I don't understand how people think, like, they're going to come back and save them. Well, I just, I, I I mean, just if you're a Charger I, I supporter, which I tend to be, you're not. They had a. I thought they played their ass off against a much more talented team in the Niners. They have a daunting task of trying to beat Kansas City, which looks unstoppable at the moment. But it's not out of the realm of possibility they do that. So if the Chargers win this week, do you just change everything you thought about them? And you're like, wow, this team. You know, it does that. The Chargers will do that, and then next week they'll lose against the Cardinals. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I. I think the Chargers have a slim shot. I think I would bunch up the Bengals and Chargers, maybe the Bengals slight edge because of what they've accomplished last year. But you can literally write off the Colts, I think. I think anyone below the Colts you can write off. Yeah, I, I think the Broncos are done too. Uh, who do you trust more, the Patriots or the Chargers? I, I go with the Chargers because I trust Herbert more than I trust Mac Jones. I, I I can't really, I can't trust the Patriots. One, they lost to the Bears. They've had some, they've beat some decent teams and lost to some bad ones. I, I don't know, man. It's tough to go against them because I mean, look at the point differential. You can look at the pedigree of the team with Bill Belichick. That defense is for real. But they play Miami. They play Buffalo again. That's a tough win for them. 
any of it's gonna be hard because you know you can probably say Miami, you know, it's probably gonna be one of the division leaders as we speak right now to you know drop down. But who do you think out of the four division guys right now? So that's Ravens, Tennessee, Miami, and Kansas City. Which one of those teams would you bet on not being in first place at the end of the season? Miami. No, Miami or Baltimore. Tennessee, I think they've got it locked up, not because of their own greatness, but just the own ineptitude <laughs> of the teams in their division. And uh, Kansas City, I mean, 7-2, and two, they have a two-game lead. If they beat the Chargers, it's, it's wrapped up. And, I mean, Denver just continues, every time I look at them, just continues to disappoint me for what they've accomplished this year. <laughs> And there go the lonely Raiders and Texans who we're not even going to mention. But uh, let's go to the NFC, okay? Uh, Vikings and Eagles at the top at 8-1. Eagles could have been 9-0, but, of course, they lost on Monday Night Football to the Damn. Washington Commandies. Not a good um, not a good day for Max. Look, at the NFC is freaking loaded, man. 8-1 Eagles. Uh, Minnesota. Here, let me uh fix this for you guys. Let's go uh playoffs so we can see exactly what's going on. Okay, so Eagles number one, Vikings two, Seahawks three, Tampa Bay four. Those are your division leaders. Then we got the Giants, Cowboys, Niners, and Commanders sitting out just out the playoffs right now at the eighth spot. Half game back. So who is a lock right now? I'm willing to say Vikings and Eagles are locks. I It will be a straight catastrophe, bro, if they don't make the playoffs. At eight wins already, you can lock them in. I agree 100%. Uh, I feel like the gap – the Eagles aren't a lock to win their division. But they're a lock to make the playoffs because you figure they even if they go two and – what, two and six their last seven games, yeah. they pretty much got it wrapped up. Yeah. And Seahawks, they're six and four. They're hanging on for dear life with the Niners right behind them. What do you think about the Seahawks, man? I it's hard to to say that they won't win at least 10 games because it kind of goes back to the to the thing with the Jets. Like they're at six wins. And if you look at their schedule, Max, it's pretty damn easy. Like I'm gonna bring it up, but uh what do you think about the Seahawks? Well, yeah, I pulled up their schedule, too. They got Raiders, Rams, Panthers. You go 3-0 and in that stretch, lock in. Yeah. I mean, you're already at you're at nine wins at that point. So, yeah, and you just have to beat the Chiefs. Well, then it, then it gets a little harder with the Niners, Chiefs, and Jets. But yeah. you know what? I've, if, if you asked me right at Green Bay, I would draw a line, and I would say that's who's making the playoffs. Uh, those seven teams. It's seven, right? Yeah, seven. So, yeah. are you saying commanders are out? For no, sure? I would. I would say these are the teams that are going to be in it, right at Green Bay. It's going to be some combination of these nine teams. Two are going to be it. out. I would probably bet on the commanders. Would be one team out. <sighs> Green Bay needs a lot. Green Bay and Frisco are really going to be the. It's. I would. Let me rephrase. I'm looking at it. You t- you draw a line right at Dallas, right? Yeah. Those two, those three teams are the only teams that like have a chance to not make it. And Frisco's got a really good chance to make it. 
like I know they're five and four, but the t- the pedigree on that team impresses me so much more than Washington or Green Bay. Green Bay literally just I'm giving them a chance because of Rodgers and what I saw last week against Dallas. But I mean, can you see an instance where any of the top six teams don't make it? Yeah, I can see I can see the Seahawks dropping off massively. Look, but they have a lot the of point where they don't make the team. playoffs. They have two games I, on Green Bay. Yeah, and I, I say it for this reason. You know, we all love to look at the schedule. We all look to look ahead and be like, that's a win, that's a win, that's a win. And I agree with that. Like, they got some easy-ass opponents coming up. But one thing you got to consider with the Seahawks. Number one, they are a super young team. A lot of the contributors on this team besides DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and, I mean, you could throw in Geno Smith, too, because he's a veteran, Everyone else, bro, that's a key contributor, they are rookies. Tariq Woolen, rookie. Michael Jackson, the other corner, rookie. Um, Abram Lucas, the safety that they have, that's playing amazing right now, rookie. They're two tackles, rookies. They're running back, rookie. Everywhere you look, it's a rookie playing. And you have to wonder, when are they going to hit that rookie wall? You can argue maybe it hit last week in Germany with their young guys. But you have to think, like, how long can they keep this up? I, no, I agree with you on where the young guys hit the wall. It's just I feel like they built themselves such a cushion. I'd be shocked if they fell out of the seven. So it seems like this is going to be the race one. You can lock up. You can. The race is going to be the, a, the NFC East, who wins the division between the Giants and Eagles. And I would say the Cowboys are a, a distant like third place in the division. Frisco, I, man, it's just so freaking difficult to say. Like, I want to articulate this well, but it just seems like Tampa Bay's a lock to make the playoffs. The only thing they have to worry about, one, and tell me if I'm wrong, is Atlanta. There's nothing else they have to worry about. And Atlanta's sitting at four and six. Because Atlanta's not sneaking in through a wild card. There, there's one team making it from that division, whoever wins it. Agree or disagree? <sighs> I don't know, man. I look, I know you want to draw a line in the sand at Green Bay. I, I wouldn't. I would honestly so say Arizona's like, not dead. I don't think any of these teams are dead. Probably I think Carolina is dead. I think that's where the line is for me. I think I think the line's right at Detroit at, at the bare minimum. Cause you can't count out the Rams. I know it's looking bad. Cooper Cup is done for the season, probably. And Stafford doesn't look any good. They they have been complete shit. But you can't count you can't count them out just to make a run at it. They don't have a first round pick this year. They have something to play for. It's not like they're tanking for a pick or anything and just be like, ah, oh, fuck it, call it. They have something to play for. They don't want that pick to be high for the Detroit Lions. Lions are frisky. Cardinals. I know you don't like Kyler Murray, but hopefully, do you, he can, do you like him? Uh, I, I do not, and okay, so it's don't, hard. Don't to, fucking phrase it like, "Oh, I know you don't like," it, and we don't like it. But they're a good, they, they're a good bad team. I, I if that makes any sense, they're a I good mean, bad. I mean, I think it's Colts' job to lose at this point. <laughs> uh, and Atlanta's just weird. Like I wouldn't count out any of these teams. Right. I think you have to look. You have to look for the Seahawks drop off. I'm That's drawing the my line in the off. fucking sand. Make a clip out of this. Atlanta is only making the playoffs if they win their division. There's one team from the NFC South making it. It's either Tampa or Atlanta. There's that fucking line in the sand. (laughs) I think Frisco and Seattle are locks to make the playoffs. If that's a true case, 
Green Bay's done. Unless Dallas has it's really Dallas if they have a collapse. That's it. There's no scenario I see with the teams that are seven and two, eight and one, and the the eight or one that are gonna miss it. Like I feel like the Giants are a fucking lock to make the playoffs. They're too freaking they've already built themselves too much of a cushion. Yeah. Now, if the uh, Niners suffer an injury, Jimmy G gets hurt, you can write them off because it's gonna get ugly. But I think yeah. the way Frisco's built, if they can stay healthy, they're a lock to make it. In Green Bay, it's just like too much to overcome, I feel like. Yeah. We'll see, man. Uh if if I had to say right now. You know what? Here's what we'll do. Are here's the- what we'll do. Pick your seven teams right now from both division, from both conferences, and we'll make a clip out of it. Okay. I'm going to go Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Bucks, Giants, Packers. Man, that last spot is hard. Seahawks. No uh, I, I th- did I say Dallas? I don't think so. Oh, then throw in Dallas. Sorry. I thought I said it. Read them one more time. Read them one more time. Sorry. I'm going to go. So Eagles, Vikings, Bucks, Giants, Cowboys, Niners. And th- this is where I'm struggling. Oh, man. I, I honestly don't want to say Seahawks. I, I love the way they're playing. I- I'll go with the Packers. I'll go with Aaron Rodgers. All right. My, N- my NFC is going to be Philadelphia, Minnesota. As much as I hate to say it, Tampa Bay, New York football giants, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think Green Bay makes it on. I don't I don't buy the Seattle collapse. Yeah. And out of those seven teams you just said, who's the biggest pretender? Giants? Seahawks? Seattle. 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 But then, you know, remember last time everyone thought Seattle was a pretender, Marshawn Lynch <laughs> beast quake run. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, so dude, give me give me your AFC seven. AFC seven. I think this one's gonna be a little bit more easier. Raiders. Chiefs. Dolphins. Stop. <laughs> I wish. Chiefs, Dolphins, Titans, Ravens, Jets, Bills, and Bengals. I'm gonna go with those seven right there. I'm going Kansas City, Miami, Tennessee, Baltimore, Buffalo. The Cincinnati Bengals. Chargers. I'll fucking do a charge. The Los Angeles Chargers. No New England. <laughs> no New York Jets. That's tough, man. So out of your seven, who's your pretender? Uh, the Chargers. Who's your biggest one? Chargers? <laughs> I, know, I don't want yes. it to be, but they are. They really are. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Jets with mine. I picked the Jets to, to go in there. They just they're super wet behind the ears, and that's the worst quarterback. And who's better, Ryan Tannehill or Zach Wilson? Oh, Ryan taking, Tannehill's way better, right? Yeah, now. I'm taking I know as much shit as Ryan kinda, Tannehill gets for just winning games and you know being a decent player, like a good player. Exactly. Yeah, but like, like I said, this is week 11, things can massively change, and this week we're gonna find out a lot, man, because especially with the uh. The Chargers and Chiefs game and the Jets and Patriots game, those are huge games. Like if the if the Jets come out finally getting that monkey off their back and beating the Patriots, man, you're, 
you look at the the Jets like, oh shit. Yeah. And like, hopefully, really, we might be doing this a week early because I feel like this yeah. week I'm going to know about a lot of the teams. Granted, last week our records on the pickums wasn't terrific. Nah. It's been a weird year, bro. I mean, a lot of like, people are the saying fuck? the picks are bad. I will say this for us: we're both positive. I'm more positive. Yeah. So I'll say, you know. <laughs> It's a weird year, bro. I think the the difference between being a winning team and a losing team is so fucking thin this year that there's a lot of bad teams. Like, there's a lot of teams with losing records who are not bad. Like, it's it's crazy that like the Rams are three and six, like the Packers are four and six, and it's just weird, bro. Like the Seahawks are six and four, bro, with Geno Smith. What the fuck are we living? You know, uh, he's gonna win comeback player of the year, probably. And it's, uh, I don't know how it's, it's a not, even, it's not even, I a mean, comeback. it's like an emergence finally. It's like the emergence, and it's not even, and it's not even close. And the crazy thing about it, bro, like he's putting up MVP numbers. I think he's thrown 17 touchdowns and three interceptions. That's MVP type numbers. I won't go that so, far. Bro, that what are you talking about? Look at the fucking spectrum that he's throwing. I don't on. give a fuck about any numbers when it comes to him. He's not the MVP of football, Geno Smith. I think he's amazing. He's doing an amazing year. He he knows MVP numbers in a fucking what in a if we don't have no if we have no context for anything. And he's winning. Nick Foles that fucking year wasn't when he threw thirty touchdowns and two picks. Wasn't MVP fucking P. Not even close. <laughs> but they weren't winning. They were. They were fucking eleven and five. What the fuck are you talking about? Geno Smith oh, is winning, bro. Touchdowns with a bunch of fucking weak ass Las Vegas Raiders, Oakland Raiders. With the with the team with the team that was tanking that everyone thought we were wrong in thinking they were tanking. I'm not saying he's the MVP. He's not my MVP. But just to say that, oh, he's Geno Smith. We should have put him in the MVP conversation. He's in the fucking conversation. No, he's not. You're in drugs. You're out your mind. You're out, you're out of your, your fucking mind. mind. You're you're gonna. They're not disqual- nine and one. You're There's gonna dis. You're gonna disqualify a guy because he's, he's not disqualified. He's just not in the conversation. There's no point. Is Tom Brady in the conversation? Definitely not. Okay, then what the fuck is Geno Smith in there for? What the fuck are you talking about? Are, have you seen his numbers, Max? I saw his numbers. Did you see him play? It? Yes, he's good. He's nothing special. He's a good quarterback, <laughs> bro. You got to read Daniel Jones in the Gino. fucking MVP conversation. No, why no. not? Because his his play has been really good. I would say Daniel Jones is more of a guy of playing really good, other than like Geno Smith. Geno Smith is playing fucking amazing, bro. He's eight and two with like four rushing touchdowns. Fucking give it to him. <laughs> what are you talking about is Dax Prescott. No, he hasn't played enough games. Is, is Jalen how about Hurts? this? How about this? What about Josh Allen? Who's a who's a bigger MVP candidate, Josh Allen or Geno Josh Smith? Allen. Josh Allen, no close. You gotta be fucking kidding. It's a one man show. It's a one man show. If you're gonna throw in Josh Allen in there, you have to throw in Geno. No, I'm not I saying don't. Geno should win it. It's different. I I don't think Geno. Yeah, but you can easily say like Josh Allen has been fucking over his team. Hey, in in, in, Se- in Seattle, are they like, hey Geno, we need you to air it out fifty times every fucking game? Do they do that? There has been games like that. Like, are they like, hey, we got this fucking awesome running back. We'll just hand it off to and let him make magic. 
Yeah, but there's been plenty. Get out of here, right? There's been plenty times. You're a hater on Geno Smith. I like Geno Smith. He's playing awesome. I I just think Geno Smith's a Hall of Famer, guys. No, Geno Smith is definitely not a Hall of Famer. But he's been playing out of his mind this year. No shit. He's not not an MVP because he's playing out of his mind. (laughs) What? What just because you're playing good does not mean you're an MVP player. Okay, let's say he keeps up his numbers, Max. Let's say he he throws for 17 touchdowns and three interceptions again in the second half of the season. Are you still just gonna wipe him with the fucking floor? He's like, like, he's like, Gino, whatever. If Russell Wilson never got a fucking MVP vote and (laughs) Gino Smith gets one, I'll fucking riot. I think Russell Wilson will fucking write if that. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get out. I want to make a bet with you. I want to make a bet with you. Okay. If Geno Smith, if Geno Smith is a candidate for MVP, I will. I'll bet you five dollars on that. If he keeps okay. If the if the 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 Seahawks. No, 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 no. If If Geno Smith gets an MVP vote, you get ten bucks. But they have to be. They have to win. Oh yeah, cop out. You you don't believe in him. No, I do, but okay. If, do it the, then. if you believe in if, him, if he wins the division, Max, don't you think that he needs to be playing like amazing? No, I think Seattle is built like a team. He's not built on the back of Geno Smith. So okay, so stop, stop fucking trying to get out of this. If Geno Smith, there's a this is a bet. If Geno Smith gets one MVP boat, you get ten bucks. If he doesn't get no, any, I get I'm, ten bucks. No, I'm not gonna put because you don't believe on. in him. You don't fucking believe in him. No, no, I don't believe in the team. You have to look. MVP is a narrative. Type he's the team. Thing, he's the MVP. MVP he's the fucking team. Juan. It's, it's a narrative type thing, Max. Oh my it's god! It's a narrative. It's oh a narrative. God. He the team. He the MVP. You have to win. You can't just be putting up massive numbers and freaking win MVP. You have to win. So if they don't win the division, call it out. It's 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 a wrap. He's not gonna. If they go ten and votes. six, ten and seven, eleven and six, wrap. It's wrapped up. Bow tie. Give it to him. Oh yeah, if they win eleven games, bro, <laughs> he's gonna get a vote. He's gonna be a candidate. I just okay. guarantee he's gonna yeah, be okay. a candidate. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We're he gonna keep this any... bet. This bet's fluid, but we're going with it. It is fluid, but I would say this: he's not gonna get any first place votes because. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is gonna get it okay. if he keeps. There's only one vote. There's no third place vote. What about a second? No, but, but they come out with the candidates, Max. No, no, no. It's just you fucking write it in. You're good. That's why there's no. That's why Russell Wilson's never been on a ballot because they get one fucking vote. Like fifty. Like let's say it's fifty <laughs> people. You write down who you think's MVP. You don't get to write second, third, fourth. All right. How about this then? Can we look at the Vegas odds when the season ends? Can go. Can we go off that? Oh yeah, way to cop out. I know, but like you said, they don't have any voting process. Like it's not the NBA. So you're saying it's not like the NBA, right? I'm pretty. I'm almost certain it's not. Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So okay, I know so the NBA. There was works 50 like votes for the MVP voting last year. Okay. Aaron Rodgers had 39 votes. Tom Brady had 10. Cooper Cup had one. If Cooper Cup got one fucking vote last okay, year, yeah. So they do have the candidates. Okay, but no, I no, 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 no. That's not a ballot. It's that's literally votes. That's one vote. He got one vote in a room of 50 people. Okay, I'll still go with the bet then. I'll still go with the bet. 
some some the, the Seattle beat writer would be like, gotta get one for my boy. <laughs> gotta gotta get one for the there is a Seattle beat writer that okay, got okay. Over. I'll I'll, like, I'll I'll help your odds if he gets a okay. vote for either MVP or offensive player of the year. Okay. No I'll comeback player, because that's bullshit. He shouldn't get comeback player. He's this is like his first year. He's like a rookie. <laughs> Which he's probably gonna win it. <laughs> or Saquon. Or Saquon or Saquon. But um that's a great conversation. I like that, man. I like that. I didn't. Um, I now, now I'm rooting for the Seahawks a little bit, but I still think they're going to tell her off just because of the rookies. Um, let's get into the pickums, maybe. Let's do it. I think that's what we have the show for. Let's get it. Uh, Thursday night football. Let's go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Four and six Packers playing against the six and three Titans. Betting info for this one. Green Bay is three point favorites at home. Money line Tennessee is plus 140. Green Bay is minus 165. Over under is 42 points. Injuries on the Titan side. Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, Christian Fulton, all questionable. And Caleb Farley. Why'd you put a question mark, Max? What does that mean? They think he's done for the year. Fuck. With, the, her- tough, with the herniated disc. And um, I think if that's the case. I think we can kind of say it's over for Caleb Farley. I hope not. Uh, I hope but, you not know, too. the thing is, one, and maybe we didn't look at this enough in our pre-draft evaluation, if you can't stay healthy in college, you're probably not going to stay healthy in the pros. Yeah. But it's look unfortunate. At I'm not happy about this by any means. It sucks, dude. Like, we've kind of put our flag in. Like, we put our flag on this guy being a great prospect. And while he yeah. was, it hasn't panned out. And I, I and I would say this, Max. Uh, another guy who had like a lot of injuries in college, uh, not a lot, but he had injuries. Was Derek Stingley? He looks fine, you know. I so, hope so. I hope Caleb man. Farley can figure it out, man, because he's so talented. So so Me talented. Uh, Green Bay's injuries: Chris, Christian Watson, Devontae Wyatt, both questionable, and Rashawn Gary and Eric Stokes are out for the year, of course. Uh, uh, simply, Stokes might be back. I will say Stokes might be back, but Gary. Oh, he's on the four game. Yeah, he's on the. Yeah, man, what a fucking IR! Remember when back in the day when you got when you were on there, it was yeah. death. It was done. You had one guy who could come back. Exactly. It's like NFL took a page out of fantasy football. They're like, oh, he's it's out. Smart, though. But... I like it though. Yeah, it's, it's strategy. Um, oh, it just opens up more roster spots. Uh, look, I, I'm simply going with Green Bay in this one. Uh, I like Green Bay's groove right now. They can run the hell out of the ball. And I don't trust the Tennessee Titans pass game right now. I know they look good against the Broncos last week, but I just think Green Bay has some movement right now. They have some groove. They have some flow. I like what they're doing. I might regret this pick, but I like I I simply like the Packers, bro. If if this is not an ugly game, it's gonna be a Packers win. If it's an ugly game, it's on Thursday night football. I got Vrabel. Like, Vrabel's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be that ugly, bro. I, I really like the Packers in this spot. I think Tennessee's a team like the Patriots that really pride themselves on preparation, and it's a Thursday night game, so you don't get the whole week to prepare. You get a short week. Green yeah. Bay figures some stuff out, and Christian Watson, man, let's look out for him. Let's see what he's going to do. He might be the standout rookie of this class, and it might be just the late season just rise to the top. <laughs> Late bloomer. Late bloomer, man. They need him badly. And if Green Bay has any chance to make the playoffs, they need to win this game. I'm going Packers 24-17. I'm going Packers 23-20. Getting that Lambo love. 
see if we get some snow in Lambeau this week. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, four and six, playing against the Chicago Bears, who are three and seven. The Atlanta Falcons are three-point favorites at home. Money line for Chicago is plus 140. Atlanta is minus 165. The over-under is 50 points for this one. Injuries on the Chicago side. Khalil Herbert on IR just Mm -hmm. today. Uh, It's going to be for four games most likely, but he's going to be out for four at least. Tevin Jenkins, he's questionable with a hip injury also. And Falcons. A.J. Terrell is questionable. Matt Hennessy is out. And Casey Hayward, of course, on IR with that shoulder injury. Look, uh, it's been the Justin Fields show three weeks in a row. Falcons are a weird team. The NFL is nuts. Uh, The Panthers won last week on Thursday Night Football. So the Falcons can't be that good. What do you expect from this game? I think Atlanta is going to do their Atlanta thing. One where it's look bad one week, look good in a, a different week. I'm going to be quick and sh- uh, simple with this one. I got Atlanta winning 23 to 20. This is what Arthur Brown, Arthur Smith does. Arthur Brown, Arthur Smith. I always get him. I can't remember his name. Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith. Yeah. Arthur Smith does. He has them look bad one week, good one week. So I, I'm going with Atlanta one. I I think it's time to move on from Mariota because I can't stand watching how many times Kyle Pitts gets open and the ball is just 10 feet over his fucking head. It's bad. I'm scared to death of Justin Fields one. $5 bet Justin Fields ha- does does not have a 60-yard touchdown in his game this week. <laughs> I know the Falcons hope not. Uh, I'm rolling with the Bears, dude, flat out. Um, I think they're due for a win. They, Justin they played Fields, their ass off on Sunday. They did. Justin Fields threw a really bad ball on that one uh, into Jeffrey Okuda for a pick six. It was a really bad decision, but I, I love what I'm seeing from Fields. Just you got to clean up these late game situations where he's he has to throw the ball. It's still a little ugly. It shows up, but I like what the Bears bring, dude. I think they're hungry for a win. They're pissed off because of that Lions game last week. And I, I flat out just don't trust the Falcons. They're not good. And maybe if Ritter starts, I would change my mind. A little something different, like you said, because Mariota is complete shit. But I got the Bears. Bears 31. Uh, Falcons 20. We got the Bears scoring the same amount of points, but I got Atlanta winning 23-20. I see it. Justin Fields, baby. Um, Buffalo Bills, man. 6-3 and three in Buffalo. Cleveland Browns 3-6 and six, traveling to Buffalo. Uh, six inches of snow. Yeah, Max. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> six inches to three feet expected. I mean, you could throw out I don't know. Do we just throw out everything and just be like, just pick it, guys? If if it's a snow game, <laughs> I, I don't know who. I think I think Cleveland kind of it helps Cleveland more than Buffalo, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. And I I would bet on this game right now because this line is going to drop massively. I would hit the under right now as quick as possible because this game is definitely going to go under in points. And yeah, I, I I think you're totally right, Max, with the with the advantage going to Cleveland. They run the ball better, but we'll see how it goes, man. Uh, David Njoku, uh, Jedrick Wills, and JLK are all questionable for this one. Bills injuries, Gregory Rousseau, he is doubtful. Kahir Elam and Jordan, Jordan Poyer are both questionable for the Bills. Look, with all that said, I have a low-scoring game. Uh, I still got the Bills, and 
I think Josh Allen at the end of the day is going to be used like a running back, even though they got Devin Singletary and all these guys who are just mismatched running backs in there. I still like Josh Allen as a runner. You've seen him do it time and time again, even a little bit last year. They just coming off that loss against Minnesota that just slipped out of their fingertips. And the Browns are just not good. It's flat out. They're just no, not. not not at all one. And I, I can't trust the Browns. I picked the score 28-14 before I knew there's gonna be eight feet of snow or whatever they're they're saying. I, I have faith in Buffalo, and this is a game Buffalo really needs. They can't they can't go six and four if they have any hope of winning the division. Yeah, and I got the Bills 17 to 10. Uh smash that under people. I, I like the under for that's, that one. That's the sure. best bet of the week for sure from you. Smash the under <laughs> yeah. on that one. Smash the under. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, who smashed the Las Vegas Raiders last week. They got their fourth win. They're four, five, and one now. And Philadelphia Eagles, who just got smashed up against 50 Cent, a.k.a. Brian Robinson on Monday Night Football. Not as smashing. It was close. <laughs> Eight and one. Uh, line for this one. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites. Money line is minus 305 for Philly. And Indy is plus 240. Over under is 45 points. Injuries for the Eagles side. Jordan Davis still out with that ankle. Uh, Josiah Scott, he is questionable. And Avante Maddox, he is also questionable. He was moved to the IR, though, on Avante. So he's out for at least four games. That's tough. Jelani Woods, uh, Shaquille Leonard, and Quiddy Pay, all questionable for the Indianapolis. I think Shaq Leonard one is done. Wow. For the year. What a loss. Okay, so is the Jeff yeah, Saturday. What a horrible miracle. nightmare season for him specifically. For Shaq Leonard, yeah. That's Shaq tough. Leonard, yeah. But uh, does the Disney movie continue with the run by Jeff Saturday? I don't think it will. I think this Philadelphia team kind of knows they let one slip away. They can't afford to lose another one. The Giants are hot on our ass. We still haven't played them. We played them twice, and those two games could really decide the division. I'm going with Philadelphia one. I'll be I'll be quick about it. Twenty eight to twenty four because I think Jeff Saturday kind of has this old line playing pretty good, like the best they have. And I think a lot of it though is a little overblown because to be honest, the the seven man front of the Raiders is not the eighty five Bears. It's kind of like the San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers from last year. No offense. <laughs> so let's see if this old line stuff's fixed for real against an actual good front. We'll see, man. Uh, I think there are some concerns from the Eagles, like you said. In the Run defense, the show. for sure. Yeah, they just signed Linval Joseph, and I think that Jordan Davis out, being out with injury for the last, what, two two weeks, three weeks? Two to three, um, yeah, and then we should get him back soon, and, though. So that's Yeah, ever that's since good. that Houston game when Damian Pierce was running all over the Eagles, like it's been a problem. And JT is coming to town. The Colts are hot right now. As crazy as that sounds, they got the run game going against the Raiders. And, yes, I know it's the Raiders, but I think they found their identity. They're going to roll with Matt Ryan. It's not Sam Ellinger that they're rolling with. I think that's a big thing, too. Like, I think this one's going to be close. And a little nugget on Jalen Hurts. He hasn't had many. I was surprised by this. Jalen Hurts has never had a fourth-quarter comeback in his career. Well, we're just, we're just winning by such a, a vast I know. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. one about the Monday night game because we never really talk about it. Do you feel like the Eagles did not run the ball at all? Yeah, it kind of went back to that Doug Peterson two years ago kind of thing, not running the I ball. I mean, it was for, weird because uh, we had so many that. three and outs, and it was just a weird – like we had five-minute possession in the first half of the game. 
Look, uh, I I think the defense is a problem, Max, with with the run defense, no doubt. But I think you guys made enough plays to win that game. Uh, with all the turnover bug that you guys had, you guys were due for turnovers, and it yeah. happened on Monday night. But that Quez Watkins, like Jalen Hurts, made the throw, made the play, and he just simply fumbled the ball. Yeah, it happens. And- and I'll be honest, I think our run defense looked worse than it was because they had the ball so much. Our defense was out there so fucking much. It's like the dam's going to break at some point. But yeah. I got the Eagles. I'm sticking with my team. 28-24. Fuck Jeff Saturday. One. That's for you. That's for you, dog. I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I think the Jeff Saturday Disney movie ends this week. Uh, I got the Eagles 24-17, to man. Uh, I just... I, I don't trust the the Colts making a big play with Matt Ryan and those receivers against those corners. I think at the end of the day, they're going to have to make a, a third and 10 or a third and 15, like a big, humongous passing down, and it's going to catch up. And the Eagles are going to – they're not going to turn over the ball like three times like uh, on Monday Night Football. I yeah. don't think it's going to happen. I agree with you. Uh, game of the week possibly for at least the morning games five and four new England Patriots. They are hosting the New York jets who are six and three. Uh, Bill Belichick is favored by three points. The money line jets plus plus one forty three. new England is minus minus one seventy. The over under is 38 and a half points injuries on the jet side. Brees Hall, of course, out for the year with that torn ACL, but Corey Davis is questionable. He might return. Elijah Vera Tucker, he's on IR. Sheldon Rankins, he is out with an elbow injury. And Patriots side of things for injuries. Devontae Parker, he is questionable. Christian Barmore and Damian Harris are both questionable also. Look, I I like the Jets. I I really do. I, I like the Jets defense. I like everything but Zach Wilson. I need to see something. We've been... I sound like a broken record. We need to see something. We need to see a game where it's like, okay, that's the guy I've seen on film. That's the talented arm I've seen. I need to see b- bigger plays. But they need this monkey off their back, dude, with the yeah, Patriots. It's it's a big monkey on, and you can yeah. go back to their first matchup where we saw Zach Wilson throw some of the most puzzling interceptions, and they had Brees Hall for that matchup. Oh, that wasn't the game you got hurt, was it? No, I don't. I think he already got hurt, Max. He got yeah. No, I don't think they had him or something. You know, Zach Wilson has to show up. It, it comes down to Zach. I don't believe he is. I think this game is going to be the Patriots. It's going to be an ugly game. I'm going to go 17 to 13. If the Jets win this game, though, they're a lock. They're a lock to make the playoffs. This is the type this of game huge. that teams need to win. It's a psychological thing. It's just they've been beating on the Jets for 20 years. If this is a new Jets team. You got to beat the old dog that's on top. I think the Patriots get one touchdown in this game on offense. And I think the other touchdown comes from the defense and it's two field goals. That's the way I see it. And I simply don't see the Jets scoring points on offense. I got them 10 points alone. That's it. 20 to 10 Patriots. Yeah. 17 to 13. Not much of a difference. It's going to be a a low scoring game to say the least. I think Bill Belichick is going to catch Zach Wilson again. Slipping. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, slipping again. Bill Belichick like is tormented Jets for first round pick quarterback <laughs> for like six years straight now. Oh man. All right. We got the rematch of the NFC championship a couple years back. 
These teams are very different now, though. The Saints came all the way back down the earth, three and seven, horrible season. Uh, Rams, not any better. They're three and six coming off that Super Bowl hangover. Uh, betting info for this one the New Orleans Saints are three point favorites. Money line, Rams are plus 143. New Orleans is minus 170. Over under 39 points. Listen closely for the injuries for the Rams because it's some big people. Cooper Cup, he is questionable, but I want to say he's a he's not on IR, Max. No, he's done. Yeah, this was done before. He's on IR four yeah. games minimum. I would say shut him down for the year. And he's having ankle surgery. So and Stafford's we'll likely to good to go. So yeah, he has a concussion. He'll probably be good to go for against the Saints. Uh and Greg Gaines, he's questionable. Saints injuries. Eric McCoy, he's on IR. Marcus Davenport and Marshawn Lattimore are both questionable. And Michael Thomas is done for the year with a foot injury. He's also I, I like to leave him on there just so we can just see the money wasting away that the Saints spent. <laughs> uh look, man. Uh the Saints are such a weird team. They really are because they have a lot of talent on their team. They got Camara. They have Alave. Like their defense is pretty good. Good old line. Um, I see Trevor yeah, Penning, I think, which I'm kind of yeah. interested to see. And I, I hope like there's a quarterback change in this one. I hope we we see Winston, but we're probably going to see Andy Dalton. And I, the main thing why I'm going to pick the Saints in this one though, Max. Defensive line versus the offensive line for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. I, I think they're going to feast. I think they're going to feast the, the Saints. One thing that they can do is they can rush the passer still. And I, I think that's been the Rams kryptonite. If you can rush the passer against the Rams, they are done. They they fold flat, bro. Uh, Saints 23, Rams 20. I'm going with the Rams 23-20, not because I actually have faith in the Rams, just because I want the Rams to win. Because I want that pick to be as bad as they possibly can. How True. stupid do I sound? Probably very. Matthew Stafford and Cooper <laughs> Cup. We know that connection is good, but now it's Cups out. So I guess it's it's Allen Robinson time, baby. A Rob, here we go. We're going for Rob's wild ride. I'm going for the Skoranic wild ride, baby. Skoranic Give me be like, oh, where's my favorite white boy? 18 <laughs> looks like the eight looks like zero. I'll throw it to him. One. The Rams have one chance to win this game. Defense is going to have to score 14 points. I mean, I, I need to watch a little bit more film on Aaron Donald closely, but has, is it me or, this shit. he's like, I'm out. Yeah, is it me or Aaron Donald's been mighty quiet this year, man? Can't I mean, blame him. It's hard to get good. up, man. It's hard to get up when you're falling off. Like, not, the, not him, but just the, the team's falling the team. off. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Giants, man, 7-2. Hosting the Detroit Lions, who are three and six. Giants are three point favorites, which is insane to me. Uh, that a seven and seven and two team can be only three point favorites at home. Uh, Detroit plus one fifty for the money line. Giants are minus one seventy eight. Over under is forty six points. Injuries on the Lions side. Malcolm Rodriguez, aka Rodrigo, he is questionable. Uh, Deshaun Elliott. Concussion, he is also questionable. Giants injuries, Evan Neal, MCL, he is questionable. Xavier McKinney <laughs> with that hand injury still with the ATV. And uh, Aaron Aaron Robinson, knee, he is out for this one. Look, man, I, I don't trust the Lions. They can't win c- close games usually most of the time if they're not playing the Bears. 
They're not good. I don't trust Jared Goff. Um, I like the the Giants all the way around. I, I think it will be close because that's just the nature of what the Giants do. They keep it close. Uh, I won't be surprised if the Lions are up in this game to start. But uh, I'm loving Saquon. I'm loving Daniel Jones and that defense, man. I'd be shocked, one, if this game actually is close. This is the New York Giants. They're 7-2. and two. They're a good football team, stingy on both, stingy on defense, can run the ball with the best of them. 24-10. I have no faith in Detroit. I got 28-24. It's a little New disrespectful the way people are thinking about the Giants. They're 7-2, and two, guys. 7-2. and two. You don't I can't that record by accident. I can't wait for them to play your Eagles, man. I, I know, I it's it's crazy how we haven't played yet. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, six and three, hosting the Carolina Panthers, three and seven. Who are coming off that win on Thursday night football? Uh, Baltimore is twelve point favorites. That's one of the <laughs> highest spreads. One one of the highest spreads of the year. Uh, money line is Carolina plus five hundred. Baltimore is minus seven hundred. Uh, over under is forty three and a half points. Injuries for the pa- uh, Panthers. P.J. Walker, he's out with a high ankle. That is correct, Max. Mm-hmm. So Baker time? It is Bakey time. Dante Jackson, he's on IR with the Achilles injury. And Matt Ayadonis, he is out with that calf injury. So, sorry, uh, Sam Darnold, by the way. No love for you, <laughs> sir. Uh, Gus Bus, he's questionable with that hamstring. He's probably going to be a good to go by game time, though. Uh, Mark Andrews, who by John Harbaugh's uh, press conference, Said that he's looking good to go. There's a good chance that he's going to play with that shoulder injury. Let's not. Like, I just want to see more Isaiah Likely because I think they have right? like a stud. Yeah, I really like Isaiah Likely. Uh, Rashad Bateman, he's out for the year with that foot injury. Damn. But uh, the Panthers are not good. I think that was more of a showing that the Falcons are a mess at times and Mariota's not that good. And I, I like Dante Foreman, but man, you're going to get Baker back. Like I, this is a recipe for disaster, dude. Uh, now that I know that Baker's playing, I would even drop their score down to like thirteen points. I got them, I got them scoring seventeen, but Baltimore all the way thirty-one to seventeen. Yeah, thirty-four twenty. That's Carolina's bad. Baltimore's good. Let's see. Let's just see how big the win is. Yeah, Washington coming off that big win on Monday Night Football, five and five, playing the. Worst place team in the league, Houston Texans, one seven and one. Betting info for this one: Washington is minus three, Houston is plus one forty for the money line. The over under is forty and a half points. Not even going to go through injuries, Max. That's I'm crazy just... how it's only three. They just beat the Eagles. That's yeah, wild. Uh, I'm going with Washington, bro. Same. Uh, Terry McLaurin is getting his group back. Taylor, I think Taylor Heineke. Oh, he's getting his quarterback back. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz getting hurt was the best thing to happen to this team. Uh, Chase Young, just come and play. That's all I'm asking. I think if Chase Young can play, he can really boost this team up to a couple more wins and maybe get the seventh spot. But uh, 20 to 10, Washington, man. Houston is terrible. 24 13. There's no hope in Houston right now. Davis Mills ain't the guy. Just wait for that first round pick and that other one from uh, Cleveland. Might have two top 10 picks. Might have two teams like that. Raiders and uh, Texans. Tanky for young, baby. Let's go. Um, (laughs) Raiders. Wow. Replacing car, huh? (laughs) Raiders two and seven, traveling to Denver. They're three and six. Mile high, baby. Spread for this one is. 
Denver is two and a half point favorites. Not much. Money line, Las Vegas is plus 122. The over-under is 41 and a half points. Injuries on the Raiders side, Nate Hobbs on IR, Devon Diablo on IR, Hunter Renfro on IR, Darren Waller, he is questionable with a hamstring. What else is new? I think he's on uh, IR for some bullshit, right? Isn't he? No, no, yeah, you're correct. He is on IR. Yeah. Um, Baron Browning, Lloyd Cushenberry, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler. All questionable for the Broncos. Yeah, but one, Look, none of that shit matters because it's going to be a brisk 37 degrees. You're going to be at the fucking game. I'm gonna I, wish I, I wish I was rich like one. I could go out of the state <laughs> to go to games and shit. I have to go to SoFi like a peasant. Uh, SoFi is probably more expensive than Mile High. But... Yeah, but you know, the fucking airfare, the hotel, you're going to be fucking hey, going at the st- five-star Marriott or Holiday find, Inn. Find your, find your deal. Shout out to Hopper, bro. You got to know how to travel, bro. But um, <laughs> Exactly. My point proven. Um, But you got to find your deals when you can get them. Look, I'm going to be at the game. I'm going to be in Mile High, man. I'm going to be You're going to make some uh, videos? I'd like to see a yeah. little game day blog. Yeah, I'll do a little game day vlog for you guys and I'll post it on the channel and stuff. But um, I, I've picked the Raiders every single week on this podcast. I don't think there's <laughs> been a single week. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I know. But, like, it's not because I think every game that they play, they've it's had a chance to win. No, they've had a chance to win. I don't You're think are not anything... like, hey, Max, I picked Eagles every week. I'm 8-1. and one. <laughs> Who's seven doing this shit? Stop. They have been absolutely killing me. But I'm getting killed again, baby. I can't stop. It's like a drug, bro. I'm keep all coming can, back. For I'm that. going with them too, bro. Fuck Denver. They suck. I don't I'm done with Russ. I want him to lose as many games as he can. Denver, not that good of a team. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I'm going to a game that the Raiders have a legit chance of winning. I got a close one, 20 to 17 Raiders. Uh look, I would just say this. I, I rewatched the game. Uh, the Colts one, Derek Carr played like absolute shit, dude. Um, he really did. He 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 had a good like fourth quarter somewhat, but the first quarter was absolutely terrible. And I tell you this much, man, I'm gonna be booing my ass off if we go three and out three times in a row like we did against the Colts, man. Jeez. I'm gonna fucking lose it. At least score a field goal, man. We, Show we me some see. love. We will see one. We will see, man. Uh, great game. With the Cowboys, man, six and three Cowboys traveling to Minnesota, play the eight and one Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are one point underdogs, Max, at home. Money line Dallas is minus 120, Minnesota is plus 100. The over under is 47 and a half points. Dallas, uh, injuries wise, Ezekiel Elliott, ah, sorry, Ezekiel Elliott, the Tony, Tony Pollard's son, basically, he is questionable. Noah Brown, Anthony Barr. <laughs> Hold Bo- on, did you just say Pollard's <laughs> son? <laughs> Zeke's, Zeke's, uh, Tony Pollard's dad. No, Tony Pollard's son. There you go. Ezekiel Elliott is questionable for the game. Yes, I said that correctly. Uh, Minnesota Vikings injuries. Christian Darisol, who's been having an amazing year. Uh, concussion, he is questionable. Dalvin Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith, same boat. They're questionable. Uh, Whoops. I know. Oops. You guys didn't mm-hmm. see that. Look, I, I think the Vikings get a loss this week, man. Uh, it's due. It's due. Um, I think the turnovers are going to come in bunches. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a lot of turnovers. 
it's it's gonna be like a shooting type of affair, like points back and forth. I like CD against Pat P and uh, any corner that he has against the Vikings. I like Tony Pollard against this team, but Kirk Cousins, man, I, I think he's gonna throw a lot of picks. It's due. Like they've had so much close games, and it's it's gonna come back to bite them, bro. What what do you think, Max? I think Minnesota had an emotional roller coaster of a game where they like kind of laid it all out on the table last week in yeah. Buffalo. And sometimes when a team does that, the next week they come out really flat. They're tired, whatever the case is. The score I have is close, but I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota kind of gets blown out this week. Maybe it's 28-7. to By no indication do I think this is the measuring stick if Minnesota loses this game for how good they are. I think they just came off a really emotional win off arguably one of the top five teams in football in Buffalo. Dallas is playing pissed off. They lost a game they should have won against Green Bay. They need to win this game. I think Dallas takes it 28-23, but I would not be surprised if it's a blowout. Dallas is more difficult to defend than Buffalo, and let me explain why. One, when you play Buffalo, what are you expecting? Pass, 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 pass. In Dallas, it's pass, run, pass, run, run. We can run the ball here. Buffalo's one-dimensional. It's a little easier to defend. Yeah, it's still hard to stop because you have the best quarterback on the planet. But Dallas's offense is better than than Buffalo's in the sense where it's more it's multi-dimension. You have the run game. You got Tony Pollard, who's a home run hitter. You got C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, solid, Dalton Schultz. So I'm going with I'm going with Dallas. I hate to say it, 28-23. I wish I would have known your pick because I would definitely go with Vikings just to get a game up on you. But I'm playing legit. I picked the the Cowboys. Um, one thing I got to say about Dak Prescott, I've been hearing some some stuff on the media side. Uh, when did Dak Prescott be a running quarterback? Just, when did he stop? Uh, no, when, when was he a running quarterback? I don't know. Like once a game? Exactly. And I'm, I'm hearing a bunch of people like, oh, I hate that the Cowboys don't roll out Dak and they don't use him as a runner. Newsflash, bro. Like, Dak Prescott is not a runner. He's by no means like an Eli Manning, like a fucking sitting duck, but he is closer to a sitting duck I mean, than he, Justin Fields. He ran a 4.8 at the combine, but he's never been some guy you're like, oh, God, what, an, what a what an athletic <laughs> specimen. I thought Dak's a guy who can scramble, get like a yeah, five, like 10 yards here and there. I mean, what would you say was his most rushing yards in a whole year, if you had to guess right now? I have no clue. I'm looking it up. I would say like maybe 200. I would say 400. I bet it was his rookie year, too. I'll pay. I'll, I'll say Second 275. 350 yards and six touchdowns. I think I think he's always kind of had some red zone because he's strong. He's strong as an ox. But he's not fast. He's not really elusive. And to be frank, do you want Dak on the move more? you want him to run more? He's fragile. <clears throat> he is fragile, Max. I think I, I get it from this perspective. Like, I think every quarterback has to be able to improvise on the move that's the new thing in the end i think it's throwing off the runs the thing i'm like what happened to you yeah now every time goes on the run i'm like what you're not going to complete that right and that's the thing that bothers me because as a quarterback you have to be able to do that it stresses the defense so freaking much when a quarterback can go outside the pocket and pull something out of his ass aka patrick mahomes like that's what defenses hate bro but um Dak Prescott as a runner newsflash guys he's not a runner I believe like 
he has a slower 40 than Cooper Rush, if I'm not mistaken, if not like a similar type 40. I'll look it up. I'm curious now. Yeah. But uh, Dallas is going to win this game, 31-28. Yeah. to 28-23. Cooper Rush, 4.9. Dak, 4.8. Ooh. Mighty close, bro. Their car's That's faster right. than uh, – than, Yeah. Uh, yeah, way faster. Wentz too. Yeah. I I don't want to I don't want to be the stereotype, but uh, that's that's what happens. People stereotype. They see that he's a black quarterback, and they're like, "Oh, he can run." It's like, dude, come on. Like, don't assume that. It's like the Daniel Jones thing. It's like, oh, he's a white quarterback. He can't run. Oh my god, Daniel Jones is on a different level of athlete <laughs> than Dak Prescott has ever. Oh been. yeah, way different fucking planets. Uh, Bengals traveling to Pittsburgh, five and four. Pittsburgh is three and six. Look, man, uh, the last time we seen these teams, Pittsburgh dominated them, like as far as defensive wise. And it was a close game. Yeah, Joe Burrow came back, but Joe Burrow got sacked like six times. It was crazy, man. Uh, Cincinnati is uh, five point favorites this time coming around. I'm rolling with the Bengals. Uh, I think they're they're on a mission. I like what I seen the last time we seen them. They're coming off a bye week. And Joe Burrow has something to prove with uh, beating the Steelers. Yeah, Bengals all the way won. This game won't be close. 30 to 17. Pittsburgh's bad. 35 to 19. Let's hope that that TJ Watt record with him playing on the Steelers gets a little bit more on yeah, the Yeah, let's, let's see them return back there <laughs> now that TJ Watt. Uh, last game of the week, man. Or, sorry, second, second to last game. Sunday night football. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers five and four. Chiefs are seven and two. The money line for this one, I'm not sure. I think it didn't upload for us, but injuries for the Chiefs. Juju Smith questionable with a concussion. Andrew Wiley concussion. He's also questionable. And Blake Bell with a hip injury. I, uh, I can read it one if, real quick when you're done with the injuries. So just let me know. Gotcha. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Gerald Everett, all questionable. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen practice this week, so there's some hope for some Charger fans. And uh, Christian Covington on IR, a guy that they just picked up. What's the uh, spread, Max? Chiefs are uh, favored by seven. Money line is minus 320 for the Chiefs, plus 250 for the Chargers. Over-under is 50. Wow. That's super high for uh, seven points. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of Chiefs fans yeah. there. It's not going to be a home, home field. Chargers are too light in the ass with the injuries. Chiefs 28-17. I think the Chargers will play them tough because the Chargers always do. They're built kind of to stop the Chiefs, but they're just missing too many pieces. The Chiefs are going to have to lose this game. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah. I think Kadarius Toney is going to have a big game. Travis Kelsey is too. I don't trust the Chargers defense. I think they lose two in a row here. Chiefs 31, Chargers 21. That Chiefs team, man, they're a well-oiled machine, my guy. Absolutely. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, 5-4, and four, traveling to Mexico City for this one. They're going to play in Estadio Azteca, um, the famous soccer stadium over there down there in Mexico. Uh, huge stadium, bro. Uh, Arizona 4-6. and six. The Cardinals are eight-point underdogs in this one. Money line, San Francisco is minus 365. Arizona is plus 285 over under is 43 and a half points. Injuries on the Niners side. Jason Verrett out for the year with that Achilles. I injury. put that one in there for one fucking reason. One tell everyone why I put that one in there. 
because uh, Joey says he's uh, reliable or whatever. Right? Yeah, he's only fucking torn both his Achilles. His ACLs <laughs> are gone. Oh man, a tough break for Jason Verrett. Shout what? out to him to still still being in the league at this point. Uh, Danny Gray, he's questionable, and Samson uh, Abukim. Ecubom, there you go. Questionable. Uh, Cardinals injuries. These are big ones, man. The Munchkin, a.k.a. Kyler Murray. <laughs> it's because it of Cod, hammy. guys. It's not the hamstring. <laughs> he got a hammy injury. He is questionable. Zach Ertz on IR with that knee injury. Uh, Byron Murphy, questionable. And DJ Humphreys is doubtful with a back injury. Look, man, um, the Cardinals have the Niners number. They beat the Niners a lot. I want to say they beat them. I think like nine times out of seven or something like that. Is there a chance without Kyler one? That's the question. Yeah. The Colt McCoy beat them last year. (laughs) I think there is a chance. (laughs) I want to say you're right. I get that. I get that there's a chance, but I think this Niner team is too well oiled. I I like what the way they've been playing. They took care of business. I don't think they're the type of team that's going to really blow teams out unless the defense can get the turnovers up because Jimmy G is a fucking train wreck waiting to happen. That being said, I don't think it's going to matter, one. I think Arizona all year has been inconsistent. I think Cliff's on his way out, and they're going to run the ball down their fucking throat. With Debo, with CMC, with Elijah Mitchell, who brings a really nice physicality element to the run game. Yeah, I'm glad you you mentioned Elijah Mitchell. I, I know fantasy owners are not going to like this, but I love what Kyle Shanahan oh, is approaching the running backs. Like, yeah, you know that fantasy owners hates those split carries. Only exactly. like bell cows. Exactly. Uh, but um, it's it's only right. It, it's only smart to do this. Like, I would ride Elijah Mitchell more than Christian McCaffrey. Like, have him as the sacrificial lamb, run that boy down to the ground, and have CMC healthy for the playoffs. Because you, he's a big investment at this point. He is so talented. He's going to be special in this Kyle Shanahan um, system. And they can get by with Elijah Mitchell being the number one back for the most part. Fuck, they get by with guys off the street doing it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I got the Niners in this one. I I got a semi-close one just because, you know, neutral field, uh, kind of. I I got it by nine points. Uh, 29 for the Niners and 20 for the Cardinals. 27-20, Arizona, (laughs) maybe next year, kids. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Cardinals, man. If they win this one, they're back in the mix, though. They are absolutely back in it. Yeah, hopefully Colt McCoy can do some work. Two times is a charm for Colt McCoy beating the Niners. Okay, so pick of the week. We got two random ones, bro. It was so hard to pick. No, I think think the Ravens are a pretty nice one. They're playing the part <sighs> Panthers. Let's go Ravens. By the way, our soul picks, man, our souls are not looking good this year. Yeah, you say that, and it's like we have been absolutely The one time terrible. we picked the Eagles. We should have been picking the Eagles all fucking year. I'm going with Washington, baby. Uh, they're playing the Houston Texans. I'm betting against the Houston Texans, who have been absolutely horrible. They're the worst team in the league. Why not aim at them? Why not get the hot team in Washington? I'm rolling with Taylor Heineke for my sole pick of the week, baby. Can Let's I ask go. you a question about the Washington emblem? Like, when you look at it, do you see, like, what's the W? Is it the yellow or is it the red? I see the red. Okay. Do you do you like the yellow one or not really? No. Yeah. I think their logo is fucking whack. Everything about their. They need to sell their fucking team. Yes. Just go back to, I don't know, call them. 
I like football team, honestly. I was already getting used to football team. It grew what about, on me. What about Red Hogs? Because, you know, they used to be the Hogs. That was cool. Yeah, the Red Hogs was cool. I seen, like, the Eagles. Uh, not the Eagles. The What was it? The Red Hogs? Yeah, Red Hawks. I kind of like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's terrible. Dan Snyder needs to sell the team already. He, he's that boy on his sold way it, boy sold his fucking soul. Many <laughs> exactly. But uh, I think that's going to do it, man. Um, we thank you guys for joining us for this week's uh, Pick'ems for Week 11. Uh, just a little bit of update for you guys. This Sunday... Um, I'll try. Maybe, maybe I can hop on if Max goes live. Depending nah, on what he's nah, doing. Let me fly. Let me fucking uh, fly. I would like, I mean, I want to jump in, you know, get my little thing in. But uh, if you go live or something, but uh Max is gonna be steering it for, for this weekend. If if things go correctly, I mean if if we miss the show, we miss the show. We'll guarantee we'll we'll get back to you guys at least next Wednesday for sure, uh, before Thanksgiving. But we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Are, are you gonna um, say gonna... the other thing we did about the YouTube channel or or no? About what? Or changing the name? Yeah, come on. MJC Sports. I, I mean, mean, look it up. Look us up, guys. Come on. Exactly. Look us up. We changed the, our stuff to MJC Sports. Cut out. I mean, we're still the Max and Wancast, of, of course. course. Till we die. For. Till we die, sir. Exactly. But um we'll still be uh Max and Juan cast in heart. Okay. We might even switch it back. Who knows? But, um, like that. We're fucking new, <laughs> bigger, newer things. Sir. It looks cleaner, man. It looks cleaner. Hopefully, the new year will bring us, um, some more viewership and some right, more. We're fucking making just fucking buckets of money. How do you think Juan's flying out to Denver, guys? It ain't off his fucking oh, low paying job, guys. Um, again, Mr. Beast, money. <laughs> Mr. One Mr. Money. I, I, I was just giving out money, bro. Yeah, fucking buy me a plane or something, please. <laughs> I gotta fly commercial, unlike you. Oh man, aren't you gonna wish me luck on my trip, bro? Nothing. Remember one sandals and fucking put your shoes in your fucking lap like an adult. <laughs> oh, you're an asshole. All right, man. We gonna see you guys uh, Sunday night or. Max is probably safe. A one right. on real talk. Have a safe journey, and like my boss used to say, Dennis the menace. He said to me, "Buy some life insurance and put it in my name before you get on the fucking plane." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will do, bro. All right, I'm out. We out. Peace. <laughs>